Hi, this is Legend. I'm Sam. I'm Amy. And we are a podcast about cryptids, urban legends, and the paranormal. Uh-huh. We sure So, are. yep. And I, today, am going to ask you, my friend, a random question. I like random questions. You always ask me. I know, because I like so now, them. So now I'm asking you. All right, let's have it. Okay. If you lost all of your possessions, except one, what would you want it to be? That is really interesting. Every single possession? Yep, you lost every single thing except for one thing. And no, the animals don't count. Well, that's good. Because I know you would say Milo, and (laughs) that doesn't count. I don't consider our bond as me possessing him yeah that's good (laughs) but i'm just saying if you all were in a fire and you could only take one thing just pretend that the animals aren't in it well we have a box that has a bunch of old mementos in it so do i but i'm not counting that either (laughs) i think it has to be one specific item one item Oh, my shiflera? Your plant? (laughs) Why your shiflera? She's been through a lot. She's had a hard time. She was gorgeous, and then we moved, and she just threw a temper tantrum and hated life, and I thought I was going to lose her, but she's still kicking it, and I feel like it'd be real rude to just leave her in a fire. You've had that plant for a long, long time, right? It was one of my very first plants. That's what I thought. That's Yep, that's what I thought. Okay, so I understand that then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine would be also a plant, by the way. Oh. But not, not a living plant. It would be the necklace that you made me <laughs> with the flower that my son picked. So when I was giving birth to Val... Uh, Amy had Jamie for just a little bit because then you were there. Yeah, he stayed the night living. with me that night. How did that work? He stayed the night with me before you went in, I think. And we hung out and then my mom took him so I could stay with you mm-hmm. at the hospital. Yeah. But Jamie picked a flower for me while I was trying to do my best to pop out another child (laughs) and amy never told me about it and then she pressed it and put it in a little resin block and then made it into a necklace and i think that is the sweetest thing one i've ever gotten (laughs) and two like how sweet was my three-year-old son (laughs) so you don't know how many times that thing almost went in the trash because it's like i'm never gonna make this and then five years later didn't (laughs) yeah it took a while but honestly when you gave it to me it was the best thing like i it was very emotional and nice so that's my thing that i would take welcome If I could take my box of mementos, then I would take my box of mementos. I honestly don't even think I'd do that because I never look in there. I I actually do look in mine. The only time I ever look in it is if I'm looking for something like specific, like a drawing Mm -hmm. someone made me or something, or 
if I'm drunk or <laughs> if I'm drunk. <laughs> uh, when we moved, I went through and like cleaned it out and I threw away most of like the notes and everything, but I kept everything that anyone ever made me or that I stole from them, like drawing wise. <laughs> I've cleaned mine out several times because my memory is just shit. And if I can't remember, like, even with it in there, then I just toss it. But the notes I keep, there's pictures in there. And there's some, um, like, my concert tickets, like, my cake ticket is in there. <laughs> so that would be one I'm never throwing away. Mm. I don't have any but- concert tickets any of that i don't have any now for any concert i go to because you don't get tickets mm-hmm. anymore but cake i got a ticket for i think i have a ticket to modest mouse i um, think last time i cleaned it out i had some movie tickets from when matt and i were dating but the way they were printed they're all completely faded and you can't tell so i threw those out cake is starting to fade a little bit mm. but you can still read that it says cake so i'm like fine but I'm scared it's going to go all the way away. Yeah, sorry. Well, I feel like it's been forever since I've done a paranormal episode. Mm. So it's time to fix that. Yes. We have a twofer today because for some Yay. reason, I never pick the paranormal stories that have mountains of info. <laughs> but that's okay. That's because you like to work for it. <laughs> I think even the little stories are worth hearing, right? I agree. So first we're starting out with the Dock Street Theater in Charleston, South Carolina. Have you ever heard of this place? I've heard of Charleston, South Carolina. Wow. But no, not the Dock Theater. (laughs) (laughs) You got any guesses of what kind of spirits might be there? Uh, uh, Lady in white. Nope. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. Sucking. Nope. Colonial spirits, then. That was my first guess. But then I was like, no, there's got to be a lady in white. Mm. Well, I guess you'll find out soon enough. Oh, darn. But first, we're going to talk about some history. So the actual history of this place was hard to find. I had to kind of piece it together from many different sources. Interesting. They, they like, seem to not have the timeline right if that makes sense like they would say something happened when it was a theater when it wasn't a theater and it just it bothered me so uh yeah i could see that yeah so the dock street theater was built in the french quarter of charleston in the 1730s Many people refer to it as America's first theater because it was the first structure built specifically for theater. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't just like an afterthought or a room they cleared out for a performance. It was just for theater. Meant for that. hmm The theater officially opened on February 12th, 1736 with a performance of The Recruiting Officer. Sounds like a laugh. The... Wait, the recruiting officer put on a performance? No, that was the name of it. Oh, (laughs) I was like, that's very interesting. He was like, let me show y'all how it's done. (laughs) 
Um, fun fact, this theater also hosted the first ever opera performance in the American colonies. It was called Flora. Very nice. Unfortunately, the theater's life was cut extremely short. In 1740, four years after it was opened, Charleston caught fire. Oh. The Great Fire lasted around 24 hours and destroyed more than 300 buildings, including the theater. Jesus. Yeah, it's a big one. That's why it's called the Great yeah, Fire. Yeah, the Great Fire of Charleston. Chicago also has a Great Fire. I think a few places do. Well, Chicago's is real famous, because I knew about oh. it. <laughs> I'll say I didn't know about it. <laughs> you know how I knew about it? How? So weird. So weird? Yeah. Do you Did you ever watch that show on Disney? Mm, not that I know of. It was about, I don't even think I've ever heard of it. <laughs> it was about a girl that was like us, <laughs> who she went in... Well, her mom was like a big touring musician. And so while out on the road, she would come across these places. And on that particular episode, she ran across the spirits of people that had died in the fire. Specifically, I think it was a little boy or a little girl. And she was trying to help them. But like she did aliens and cryptids and, you know, just all sorts of stuff. It was a fabulous show. And Eric Von Detten was in it. Do you remember him at all? He was that like, name is really familiar. He was the Disney hottie. He oh, uh, he Princess Diaries. Oh, the, okay. The guy in that. So yeah, so he was the brother. He was the like goofy surfer brother. I he wonder was, if it's on Disney Plus. It is, or it was. So I'm I watched going to watch it. It was literally the first thing I watched when uh, I got Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're still going to watch it. Yeah, you should. Anyway, back to the actual story. Right. In 1809, Alexander Calder and his wife bought the buildings that had been rebuilt on the original side of the theater and remodeled it into the Planters Hotel. A couple decades after the main entrance was remodeled with beautiful wrought iron balconies that are still standing today, the Planters Hotel was used by planters, which I assume (laughs) are some sort of farmer. (laughs) Yeah. They would come to Charleston for horse racing season. However, gambling wasn't the only thing that drew them to the hotel. Getting an escort for the night was another good time to be had. Many sex workers would gather at the hotel looking to make some money, and the planters were glad to help them out. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. During the hotel's run, there was an infamous interaction that happened when Junius Brutus Booth, John Wilkes Booth's father... That's a name. Yeah. (laughs) Stayed at the hotel and got in an altercation with the manager. Supposedly. the the OG Karen. Yes. Supposedly, Junius had tried to kill the manager. But that was. Oh. So the extreme Karen. (laughs) Very extreme. His haircut had to have been razor sharp. (laughs) Like right around the face. Um, I saw a picture. 
I think it was kind of curly, actually. Wow. Hey, I am not a Well, you know, straighteners weren't really a thing back then, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) This is one of the things that I was unsure about, though, when looking at the history. Many articles said that Junius's acting troupe had performed at the theater. But as far as I could tell, when Junius was alive, it was only a hotel. So I'm not positive if maybe they had like a little performance area in the hotel, but it was not a theater. Okay. Then the Civil War brought hardships to the area and the hotel was eventually left to rot. No. It was reported that the city had intended to demolish it, but by the 1920s, residents were pushing for the building to be preserved as a historical structure. In the 1930s, the city of Charleston bought the property and together with the Works Progress Administration did a complete remodel. They turned the court hard. Court (laughs) The court hard. (laughs) Court hard. They turned the courtyard of the hotel into a stage and auditorium modeled after London theaters in the 18th century. Fancy. Mm-hmm. Then they renamed it back to Dock Street Theater. When it reopened in 1937, they performed The Recruiting Officer again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> In 2010, there was another remodel and a grand reopening where they performed the opera Flora again. Oh, they like to do repeat shows. Yep, but only for reopenings. Gotcha. Currently, the Charleston Stage Company calls it home. They are the largest professional theatrical production company in South Carolina. They perform over 100 shows a season at the theater and have around 49,000 guests each year. Wow. How do you remember 100 shows? I don't think it's 100 different shows. I think oh, it's like, okay. you know, they'll do a run. Right. Show, okay. But... That makes a lot more sense. Because I'm like, <laughs> god damn, I would not remember anything. Yeah, learning that over and over and over and over. No, that would that would not work. The theater is also home to the Cultural Affairs Office and the City Gallery, where they show art from local artists. Always love that. Mm -hmm. So let's get to some of the hauntings that happen there. The first one I have for you is from TripAdvisor. (laughs) The best, surprisingly. User LuckyJ underscore 12 wrote a review for the theater and the very last line says quote allegedly haunted by a ghost named Derek who was a man about town (laughs) hey Derek (laughs) I've scoured the internet and could not come up with a single Derek mentioned with haunting the theater where does this stuff come from I don't know (laughs) so lucky Jay if you hear this, can you send us an email about Derek? Please. It's this is legendpod at gmail.com. Okay. I'm just super curious. <laughs> we want to know. Yes. So, other little reports are shadowy figures in the rafters and catwalks. 
many reports of apparitions wandering the halls, and then there are apparitions that show up on the stage. But the apparitions seen are described wearing clothes from an earlier time period than the current theater was built. There's two things I can think of for that. One is that maybe they aren't residual spirits and that they're actually from the original theater that burnt down, but are intelligent enough to know they're in a different theater and they just search for the stage. Has Ghost Hunters been here before? No. No? Nope. Interesting. Sounds familiar. I know. (laughs) But I mean, they have done quite a few theaters. Yes, they have. There is another possibility. When the theater reopened in the 1930s, they paid homage to the original theater by dressing in 18th century costumes. I was actually thinking that. Yeah. So either way, it's still odd because there weren't any reports of people dying in the costumes. (laughs) Hopefully not. (laughs) You never know. Maybe they really liked it. And when they went home and they were old and they put it on just to remember it one last time and And they went to bed and died then they were like oh yeah this is my forever outfit now (laughs) what would you want your forever outfit to be sweatpants and a t-shirt with no bra that's my (laughs) favorite oh and slippers please no socks that'd be nice yeah that's my everyday like that is what i am most comfortable in every day I would have to still wear the bra though, because that's uncomfortable for me. But not sweatpants. For eternity, you would want to wear a bra. Yeah, I have sensory problems, and skin touching skin is not okay. For me, it's the opposite. Even if it's ghosty skin, I wouldn't want sweatpants though. Really? I would want like just joggers or oh, normal. Pajama I guess let me specify they're joggers. Anytime I say sweatpants, they're joggers. Well, see, sweatpants to me, I just think really thick material that makes me hot. Nope. <laughs> yes, none of mine are that. Yeah. They're all joggers. One, because I'm short and I they have to be the cuffed bottoms <laughs> for me because I can not stand my pants dragging on the floor. And they're all thin material. I can't stand my pants getting wet. Yeah, me neither. Remember flared pants? Yeah, I do. And all the rain and all the wet and all the torn up. Remember how we're really short ladies and we would wear our pants and let them drag on the floor and they'd be all dirty looking and ripped up and wet? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're gross. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so you know how we mentioned Junius Brutus? Yeah, how could I forget? Junius Brutus booth (laughs) yeah well apparently he haunts the theater also reportedly he has been seen in the audience watching plays he is also suspected to be one of the apparitions on the stage then again did he was he killed there so this is weird since he wasn't alive when it was a theater, first of all. Okay. And yep. he didn't die in South Carolina. He died in Kentucky. Okay, that makes no sense. So why? What's the connection? 
maybe the fight he had with the hotel manager was intense enough that he had an un- unfinished business there. That's literally what I was going to ask if that was the <laughs> only reason. Because that, okay, definition <laughs> of a Karen. If that is your life event <laughs> that you were going to go back there and haunt everybody for the rest of the time. Yeah. You win the Karen award. Yeah. But, forever. But I, I don't know. I, it didn't make any sense to me. So now to the biggie. There are so many different versions of this story. I'm going to tell you three of them. Okay. So what all the stories have in common is that Nettie Dickerson came to Charleston around the 1840s. Okay. She was 25 and unmarried. At the time, that meant she was a spinster. The average age for a woman to marry at the time was 17. So she was well past her prime. Yeah. Yeah, 17. I mean... I made bad decisions when I was 17. I would not... (laughs) My grandma got married when she was 17, I think. 16, 17. I don't know. She was really young. Yeah, that, that had to have been hard. Yeah. Anyway... It is said that she was intelligent and attractive, but men only lusted after her. They didn't want her as a bride because she was too old. That is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. From here, the story changes. Okay. Story one. Nettie was living alone, depressed and heartbroken after many rejections. She took a job as a clerk for the St. Philip's Church just down the road from the hotel. She was trying to fit in, but no one liked her. After seeing the sex workers all the time at the Planters Hotel, she took the money she made from being a clerk and bought a saucy red dress to join them. Oh. She would hang around the hotel for those wealthy clients fresh from winning bets placed at the horse race. Nettie remained involved in the church, but with her other profession, they started to shun her, and eventually word spread about her, and she stopped getting clients. Depressed, she went to the roof of a church, of the church, while a storm was moving in. Apparently, she really loved storms, and always tried to get to a place high up to watch them come in. That's... No, I no. It's not. I can't blame her though, because storms are amazing. But I don't think I'd get on a roof to watch. No, no. Watch out of a high window. But there you go. (laughs) So she was struck by lightning and killed. Oh, yeah. Sad. Now, story two. When no one would marry Nettie, she decided to be a lady of the night. She would frequent the hotel for clients, but still was wanting to fit in. Eventually, she got the clerk job at St. Philip's Church and bought a fashionable red dress, trying to fit in with the elegant ladies that attended the church. Unfortunately, it didn't work. One night, she climbed the balcony at the hotel and either fell to her death or was electrocuted when lightning struck the metal of the balcony. Wow. So there's a common thing yeah. in 
these two stories is that she gets on the roof. Yeah. Well, the first one was the roof of the church. This one was the balconies at the wrought iron balconies at the hotel. Or, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, story number three. Like the first one, Nettie took the job as a clerk, but eventually turned to sex work to make money. She was still involved in the church, and there was a priest that was trying to help her get her life sorted. When a woman would be rude to her, she would tell the woman how her husband was one of Nettie's clients. This sort of thing kept happening... And when Nettie's clients heard about her inability to keep their interactions on the down low, she lost her clients. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I were her, I'd be telling their business all around town. But I could see why that they would not want to see her anymore. Yeah, that would be very bad for business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One night. Nettie was out on the balcony. She didn't climb up it at the planner's hotel. Ranting and raving when the priest showed up and tried to talk her down. She looked at him and said, you can't save me. And at that moment, she was struck by lightning. God was like, I can't. I just have to kill you first. (laughs) (laughs) Personally, I like story three. I yes, think, me too. I think she's a bit sassier in that one, and the death is quite epic. <laughs> yep, I agree. The first one doesn't make much sense to me since she's seen at the hotel, but she's struck down at the church. I mean, I guess since she frequented the place, but I would expect more of her waiting for the next storm to roll in sort of thing based on that Right. One. Nettie's spirit is seen throughout the theater these days, but she prefers the second floor hallway. Maybe that's where she likes to watch storms. Maybe. That is where the second balcony is. So Okay. When she is spotted, she is described as unattractive and wild eyed. Rude. <laughs> and wild eyed. Yeah. Wow. Since she is frequently seen in red, because all the red dresses, whether it's saucy or extravagant she is known as the lady in red or the red lady so you were so close should have picked a different color i know it's well it's always either white red or black (laughs) just had to guess one i'm gonna make it my mission to find one in purple (laughs) (laughs) so as for personal experiences i could literally only find one and it was on wow. haunted hauntedplaces.org's website yay hauntedplaces.org anonymous warhol oh i like that name that's not the name it was anonymous narwhal <laughs> i like that name too <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brain it just does some weird stuff doesn't it anyway they say one day i was going upstairs and I walked through her hall, in quotations. I had heard her story, and other people told me that she was unforgiving to females. I ran through the hall, and I saw a bright red light from behind. To this day, I swear that I felt a cold hand on my shoulder. Woo! 
Oh, man, she was going to get you. Mm -hmm. She was like, get the hell out of my hallway. <laughs> I work here, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of hauntedplaces.org, the haunted rating was 79%, so not too shabby. Hi. Uh, yeah. For only one personal experience, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it only really has one famous ghosty, too, like... The other ones that yeah yeah probably just filler but there are ghost tours that stop at the theater and if you do one you people out there not sam <laughs> i i want oh, to know fine. of your experiences <laughs> i want to know if you see nettie or junius brutus booth well i'm telling you if i do it i'm gonna tell you my experiences anyway i don't want yours well, tough. You get all my daily. You get if I eat a piece of toast True. as a text. So yes, I do. So, what do you think about Dock Street Theater? Mm, going with a four. I didn't ask you your rating. Oh, well, I'm going with a four anyway. <laughs> uh I think Nettie could be a credible ghost. And I think it's old and it has history, so there could be ghosts. <laughs> I would I hope mean, that she didn't climb the roof to watch a storm because that's just a bad idea. It is, yeah. But, but and also that has a giant cairn. Yes. Like the biggest cairn I've ever heard of. And ever. the area does have tragedy, you know, with the big fire. But I couldn't see in the Civil War. True. I couldn't find anything about uh, if anyone died in the fire, though. You would think so, wouldn't you? Well, there was this great big article about it that I just didn't want to read the whole thing of. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe hey. it was in there, but I don't know. So what is your rating? Uh, a four. Mm, why? Just because... It's just a, there's no... <laughs> There's nothing that says anything no, like yeah. about personal experiences or anything. Lady in red, pretty typical. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think it's a pretty normal story when stripped down to the basics. Nettie was a I scorned agree. woman that died in some terrible manner. Mm -hmm. The lightning does make it a bit more interesting and more dramatic. Especially if it was like the third one. Yeah. Yeah. The third story. <laughs> That was bamf. That's what gives it a four, because honestly, if not, I'd probably put it at like a two. It's kind of like Pretty Woman, but the love interest is actually a priest trying to get her to stop, and then she <laughs> dies at the end. The priest is like, I can't be with you, but could you just stop doing what you do, please? <laughs> uh, maybe not. But I am going to rate it at a three. I just honestly don't care about women that can't take being single <laughs> if you're lonely get a puppy depending on what type you get they're easier to handle than most partners i don't know you didn't have bowie as a puppy man <laughs> i said depending on what type <laughs> okay corgis may not be your type no. even though they're super cute <laughs> well I told you we were going to do a twofer today. So are you ready for the next twofer, one? Twofer, 
I'm ready. Okay. In Norman, Oklahoma, there is a theater called Sooner Theater. Sooner? Yeah. All right. See what I did? Oh, jokes. See what I did? Keeping it on theme with another theater. Oh, okay. I was like, what did you do? <laughs> I was like, what did I do? I was like, was I supposed to laugh? Did I just completely miss something? Anyway, have you heard of Sooner Theater? No, I don't think so. If there was a lady in red at the last one, what haunts this theater? A lady in red. (laughs) Two ladies in red? Two ladies in red or a lady in white? Mm. Or a lady in black? But I'm going with a lady in red because... We're doing a twofer. Mm, okay. Let's... You get two ladies in red in one episode. Well, that's very interesting. Let's do some history. Okay. So the theater's history isn't as intense as the first one. In 1929, the Sooner Theater was opened as the first theater in the region designated for talking pictures or talkies. I love it love that word talkies that's what it was called yeah that's what they called the like first films that had synchronized sound that's adorable i had no idea i did that's because you smart girl that is because i had a moment where i watched a bunch of silent films on youtube interesting (laughs) so the theater had an impressive 50-year run until multiplexes became all the rave in the 1970s. You know what a multiplex is? Like a theater with multiple screens? screens? Yeah. Yeah, that's a multiplex. Damn, I'm good. (laughs) Context clues. Yep. So by 1975, the theater was closed bad when talk of demolishing it came around in 1979 residents of norman fought for the building the city of norman took possession of the theater and leased it to a non-profit called the sooner theater of norman incorporated wow that's the name yep real original they restored the building and reopened it as a performing arts center in 1982 for 20 years It was a rental space for events and a lot of concerts. Then, yeah, and then in 2002, they wanted to make it more of a hot spot for entertainment and came up with scheduled events throughout the year. Today, it is home to main events concerts. They have a community theater season. They provide year-round classes, camps, and full productions for students. You can still rent the space for your your events as well. Oh, very useful space. Yes. My favorite part is that each year they put on at least three musicals and do Rocky Horror Picture Show every year for Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. I still haven't gone to one of those, and I really, really, <gasps> really, 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 really want to. Well, if you ever see one and you want to go, hit me up so I can plan to come out there. <laughs> I went to one, and it was so freaking fun. We actually have one here in the next town over, 
and I missed it. I've missed it every year, but I want to <laughs> go to it so bad. I want to go to it. That sounds so fun. It it was the one that I went to. Maybe next year. Do it. This place literally has no story associated with its hauntings. Hmm. It's haunted okay. by a lady in an elegant white dress and veil. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was one of them. Yep. Uh, she is seen going down the grand staircase. To me, that sounds like maybe at one time the venue was rented out for a wedding. Maybe she got lost, not lost, left at the altar, or maybe her fiance died. Then she did the sad, lonely lady thing and is forever waiting for her long lost love. Maybe. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, There's no background story? No, none. I could not... There were hardly any articles about this place. Honestly, I don't know how I found it. I just did. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, I'm just gonna add this in here. This lady in white. It's a theater and I thought it'd be cool to talk about it. And then it fits. The first article was like, yeah, this is so cool. And then I didn't find hardly anything else. And I was like, okay. It's like a local haunt. Yeah. So then... There is another lady, possibly the same lady, that is seen crying on the balcony. Whenever someone comes to check on the crying lady, she's vanished. Well, if it was her, then it would go in it would. hand in hand with your lonely Long woman story. Love. Then last but not least, we have probably the most annoying ghost ever. More annoying than Peeves? Yeah. A crying baby. Oh, that's not just annoying. That's terrifying. That would be so annoying. (laughs) I mean, if you knew it wasn't going to hurt you and you heard it for like hours on end, yes. But like if you just walked in there and you know there's no freaking baby in there and you hear a baby crying, that it's giving me chills right now. Like literally (laughs) I would be like, peace, goodbye. It's nice to see you. Well, no one can ever track down the location of the crying baby. Mm -hmm. And I don't know when babies cry. Like, I literally immediately get angry. Like. Do you have, like, (laughs) anti-mother? I just get so (laughs) mad. It's like when you bring a baby to a movie theater or something and it starts crying. That's literally what this is, is there is a baby crying in a theater. But why? Who's bringing their babies to the movie theater? You have never been to a movie where someone brought their stupid child? Baby? No. No. I mean, I've been to kids' movies where people have brought their children. I've been to adult movies where they bring their stupid toddler babies and they just sit there and cry the entire time. It drives me insane. I'm like, just get a freaking babysitter or wait till it comes out on DVD or streaming. Hey, but babysitters are expensive, bro. If you can't afford a babysitter, you shouldn't be going to a movie because they're expensive too. True. Movie prices have definitely gotten out there. Yeah. Sorry. was my little rant because it makes me really mad. (laughs) 
So this theater had two personal experiences, and both oh, of them well, were on hauntedplaces.org. Well, it's a bad flip site, so. They're very short, though. All right, lay it on me. Is it, I heard a baby cry and I ran away? <laughs> no. A couple more words than that. Oh, okay. Addison Bodenhammer says, I was once at rehearsal and me and my friend saw her. Three months later, we saw this exact website. And then the skull and crossbones emoji. That was hers. <laughs> Fascinating. Thank you. So detailed. I definitely got a clear picture. Mm-hmm. Renee McGee said, I had to tap. I had a tap on my shoulder before entering the theater while I was waiting on my husband. Pretty creepy. <laughs> Pretty straight to the point. Very straight to the point. Yep. So that was all I had for Sooner Theater. Their rating was a 67% on Haunted Places, so pretty low. Maybe the I lowest we've had. Who's rating it. Well, these two people at least. That makes 60%? 67. So really, you could do it in threes. So like those two people had experiences and they voted yes. And then one other person got on there and voted no. And then that's probably all it was. (laughs) Oh, okay. Gotcha. So what do you think about this place? (laughs) It was quick and to the point. Haunted babies, though, man, that's. One of the things I don't want to hear. <laughs> That's very scary to me. So, I mean, I'm give. If we're going to the oceanometer, I'm giving it the same four. Oh, you're rating. giving that one a four. Actually, I really want to now give the other one a three, and then this one a four because haunted baby, hands down, scary, scarier. <laughs> well, I'm giving it a one. It's, you mean this one a one? It's so typical and probably just made up since the building's like a hundred years old and yeah. people go like, oh my god, if it's built before the 50s, it's haunted. You know, so. And haunted babies don't creep me out. They annoy me. I don't like that there's no history. Yeah, there's like no history for the building really. There's no history of the hauntings. There's no history for the area. It's just straight. There's a haunted baby. (laughs) Yes. That's the scary part. So that was my stories. They were great. You listeners out there, do you have any stories of things happening at these places? Because so far, I don't really believe they're haunted. Don't forget to tell us about all the other weird shit that's happening in your life. Tell us about the time that you lost your V-card on your sweet 16th birthday to a pedophile that was 200 years older than you, and he ended up going all vicious murder psychopath on you. Don't forget to tell us about the time you and your talking cat were broke, so you decided to enter him into a cat competition But then you got caught up in a blackmailing scheme and you had to turn yourself into a cat to enter the show. Or... Is that Sabrina? Yeah. (laughs) 
Or tell us about the time you found a spooky note while demoing your bathroom. There are people who find things behind their mirrors in their bathroom. That's pretty scary. That's what I want to know. Yeah, and we would like to hear that. So if you want to tell us that, you can write to us on our website at thisislegendpod at, nope, thisislegendpod.com. Or you can email it to us directly at thisislegendpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on our social medias. We got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at This Is Legend Pod. Keep it spooky, classy, and sassy. But most of all, keep it legendary. Bye bye. Later, Gator. <laughs>